What's up, everybody? We got episode 11 of Just Catching Up. Uh, well, what's the day today? We got the, it's Wednesday, the 27th. Some crazy things have happened the, this past week revolving the, uh, the stock market that I'll talk about just because it's something that is, might not ever happen again. It's kind of a once in a lifetime thing and it's pretty nuts. So, GameStop, their stock was valued under $10 just a few months ago. And right now, it's it it, it hit a high uh today of 360 something bucks or I think it even got to $380. So, what and there are people that made like 22 million dollars on this, like people kind of manipulated this and they're making millions. So what actually happened was um it's called a short squeeze and how this happens is uh well GameStop was one of the most short is or was the most shorted company in the net part of Nasdaq. So what um what that means is there are a lot of people that uh are betting against the stock betting against GameStop because you know like I mean we don't the GameStop and the mall closed down did you know that yeah so like GameStop is just a it's kind of a family company or at least it seemed like it was gonna be just because everyone's buying stuff online right now and I don't know it's not there's not a lot uh of positives with GameStop like you would go in there and you would want to return or not return, but exchange or trade and stuff. Yeah. You'd give them like a PS4 with 30 games. They give you like 20 bucks. Yeah, 25 bucks. So it's like. And I feel like like their reputation, like at least online, is like pretty crappy. Or it like yeah. was. Because like they show like, here's my, here's all my games. And then they show like a picture, picture of like a greasy guy behind the yeah. counter. <laughs> the best I could do is $5. It's like they're like a harder bargainer than fucking like. Rick from the pawn shop, uh, <laughs> pawn stars or whatever that show is. <laughs> um, but anyway, so this, so <clears throat> GameStop ticker GME, they are the most shorted company. And so they're, everyone is betting against them. Um, and when I say everyone, I'm saying the, the big hedge funds, the, the big people in in the blue suits on wall street. Um, those those pricks and basically what happened was well actually before Wait, I, what is betting like what's betting against so, me yeah so let me get into how a short squeeze happens so uh by shorting a stock you are betting that it's gonna decrease in value so say john say you have ten dollars um so you have like a like a stock or something that's worth ten dollars and then I am going to borrow that $10 from you with promise that I'll pay it back. So I'm going to borrow that $10 from you or that stock that's worth $10 from you. And now if it loses value, I can uh, then buy it from someone else at that lower price. And then once I sell it, uh give it back to you so like say like it was say a or wait am i explaining that right 
Now I got all confused. It's well, what happens with the money that you borrowed from me. So I would get the stock. All right, pause this because now <laughs> I fucking forget. It's why can't Okay, so basically, say you have something that say you have a stock that's worth ten dollars. I'm gonna borrow that from you and I'm gonna immediately sell it to someone else for shit. <laughs> I'm gonna sell it to someone else when it's a lower price. So or not when it's a lower price. I'm gonna sell it to someone else for that price. So I'm gonna borrow it from you, sell it for ten bucks. So now I've I've made ten dollars. Then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna buy once because I'm predicting that the stock is gonna go down. So now I'm gonna buy it at that lower price. So let's say it went down to five dollars. Now I'm gonna buy it back for five dollars. So I have that one stock that I promised I'd give back to you. And now it's only worth $5. So I'm giving that back to you. But I had sold it, or sold one originally for $10. So do you see where I get that $5 difference? Yeah. So, so basically, the big institutions were shorting all these stocks uh, of GameStop. And eventually, it got to the point where it's a little weird how this works, but they were shorting more stocks or more shares of this stock than actually existed and so what this uh subreddit did wall street bets is they went all in which this is a subreddit with like three million people Mm -hmm. in it and they went all in on on gamestop and basically the them going all in caused the price to raise of gamestop so they're already making money from that and because the price is going up all those people that were betting against it are lose are start losing money and now the way that you kind of make it so you don't lose so much money is you buy those shares so it's like so now the big institution is also buying more shares at GameStop and then you have the subreddit pumping GameStop and now that it keeps going up, the institution just has to keep buying more because they're trying to cover their losses from shorting it for so long. So they're, it's like a vicious cycle for the shorts, and they're getting fucked, which is awesome. And this resulted in uh, GameStop stock going all the way up to like $380. Like, someone on Reddit, one of these people, like his username was like deep fucking value or something like that. And he invested in September 2019, he invested like $55,000 in GameStop stock. From 2019 to 2020, he actually lost like 30 grand. And so not, then he only had like $22,000. But he held on to it. And now he actually had calls. So like everything's worth just a little bit more. But because of the the stock price surging he turned his twenty two thousand dollars to essentially twenty two million dollars twenty two million twenty two million 
good for him. <laughs> and it's like just like a big F you to all the big institutions of these people that are like, you know, Wall Street manipulates the market all the time mm-hmm. in their favor. And now like CNBC, like all the 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 media, the mainstream media, they're like they're scared as hell because they're losing control. And like, like it's really power to the people now because yeah. through the Internet, people are learning that they can band together and actually change something or have some power. So that's my small rant. Small rant. Do you think that's ever going to happen again with like another another one or? It's very unlikely. Um, there, there are some like uh, you could call them like sympathy stocks that are kind of following the same pattern, and like some. Uh, I think it's a uh, BlackBerry. Um, BlackBerry. Yeah, like the phone. Yeah. Um, Nokia and um amc they those are also uh stocks that have been shorted for a while that are heavily shorted that um people are pumping up right now so they are also seeing a big spike um in price but nothing compared to what gamestop is seeing so i don't think this could ever happen again everyone is gonna want it to because Mm -hmm. it's like the next thing is gonna be like oh well what's the next gamestop like because people are gonna look for their next chance to become a millionaire but it's it's very unlikely. I mean, it, theoretically, it could happen. And, like, the craziest thing, though, is essentially GameStop's uh, uh, stock price will keep going up until the, like, the shareholders sell. So as long as the shareholders hold on to it, the stock can keep going up. If they keep buying more and they hold... It could keep going up. And when you think about it, because you, what you what you do is like you set a asking price. And what it is is like that's a price that you set and that's what you're asking to, for the stock to sell sell it at. So like everyone I've like been looking on the Reddit and they're saying that they're all they all want to sell once it gets to a thousand dollars. Okay, but but so you know now you know everyone's selling at thousand dollars. You're gonna sell at nine hundred ninety nine. Someone's gonna sell at nine hundred ninety eight. Yeah. So it's, eventually, it's gonna it's gonna crumble. But it's kind of like in their hands of when it does. But you want to secure your profits. Like you don't want to miss out. Like you could have twenty two million dollars, and then it's gone. Yeah. Like it could go away that easily. So it's it's really crazy thing that's going on right now did you get in 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 any of that action no i (laughs) so i was at a party like two or three weeks ago now and you know jace peacock yeah he was like yo you guys buying gamestop because because like it hasn't been going on for that long yeah like well the the subreddit has been like talking about buying gamestop for like a few months now since september so like it's kind of been all this build up of hype and then it just popped today and so or not today but a few days ago rather um but jace was like hey like do you got gamestop like like 
it's a meme. They just call them like meme yeah. stocks, but like it's a meme, but it's funny. Like, and who knows? It could t- go up a lot one day. And he had like a $21 call and he have, he ended up selling it and not holding it. And I was like, I told him, I was like, nah, dude, that's stupid. Like, I wouldn't do that. Blah, 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 which I should have because I would have made money. But um, he, it was a $21 call. So he had the potential to make almost like $40,000 with just one call. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many calls he had, so. But um, he he's been pretty bummed out lately. <laughs> I would definitely, yeah. Oh, I'd be fucking uh, pissed. I don't know anything about this. What's a call? What's what? Call? What's a call? Like you said, you had a twenty dollars oh. call. So a call is, it's essentially a contract that um you pay a premium for, which is you just pay a price that it's worth, and then uh, what it is is. You have the right to buy a hundred shares of a stock at a certain strike price. So, for example, let's say um, a stock is at ten dollars, and I think it's gonna go up. So I bu- can buy a ten dollar call, and let's say the call is it costs the premium is like fifty bucks, or let's say it's a hundred bucks. So that means, um. That, well, the call call price would be, the 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 price of the contract would actually be one dollar, but it's to buy a hundred shares, so it's actually multiplied by a hundred, so it'd be a hundred dollars. So, what you would need is you need the stock to go. If the stock is currently at ten dollars and you buy a ten dollar call, you your break even point would be eleven dollars, and then any penny over that eleven dollars is one dollar of profit so he had a 21 dollar call and you know like that probably at the time probably cost like 50 or 60 bucks so his break-even point was only like 21 dollars and 50 cents yeah 21 dollars and 60 cents so every cent what is it so every cent above that what is it up now so so gamestop is it got it reached a high of like I think three hundred eighty dollars. So every so every cent after that up to three eighty would be a dollar pure profit. So, so like that's why. So the stock went up essentially three hundred sixty dollars. Multiply that by a hundred, he would have made like thirty six thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So that sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, option, like, so that's what it's called. It's called an option. It's a call. And then the opposite of that, if you think the stock is going to go down, is called a put. But um, uh, that's how I've been trying to make money in the stock market recently, just because it's more fun. I'm like, I think I have a gambling problem. <laughs> I was talking about gambling with my debt. De- was that? Okay. Let's stop it. Should I just repeat what I said? You you left off as. So I was talking to my dad about gambling. All right, cause, yeah, because you were saying about you, you think you have a gambling addiction. So I was yeah. talking to my dad. He's like, "Be careful of that gambling addiction runs in our family." I was like, "Ooh," because <laughs> my grandma on my dad's side, obviously she. I wouldn't. I don't know if it was an addiction. 
she gambled a lot. Yeah. But it was mostly like not on like sports or anything like that. It was just like slots or Oh yeah. Or game any any of those games. Right. And then she and then like he was like talking like when he was younger she'd have people over and they just gamble for like a whole weekend. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so that's where I get it. Yeah, I don't know where I get it from, but Haley also had like she loves playing the slots and stuff. So we're kind of a bad combo together. Mm-hmm. Like we'll go to Wegmans and like we'll buy like a couple scratch offs or whatever. Like it's just like that kind of stuff. I mean it it adds up. I don't think but like we're not that bad. We're like we're like struggling or something. You're because... not spending a whole paycheck. No, no, I mean, trying no. To, I mean, if you lose you're not trying to get it back and just keep digging yourself a bigger hole. Yeah, exactly. But um I just like it's so exciting. Like there's just like such an excitement about it of like, oh my god, I could win money. Like yeah. I could do this. <laughs> and then of course like it never the bet never hits or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or the slot just keeps losing money because the slots are so fucking annoying but yeah (laughs) i think my only thing was like with sports is i feel knowledgeable enough to be like all right this is a decent decision even though i lose more than i win yeah but i'm in the money so far yeah but yeah yeah i mean i so I want to do I want to use Barstool's um, sports book because they have a new user a thousand dollar risk free bet and so like you could bet a thousand dollars on some like on your first it has to be it's like your first bet after you make a deposit and so I could bet a thousand dollars on like the the Super Bowl and then if I win like I win normally and get my profit and whatnot. But if I lose, then I get that thousand dollars back as um, free play. So I'd have to kind of work like I would have to be like very careful to try to get back that thousand dollars of doing like every once in a while, like like all right, I'll put like fifty bucks on mm-hmm. this game and like slowly chip away at the free play to make my money back. But um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I probably do have a problem because I don't think other people are as like as <laughs> engulfed as it, in it as I am. Like I feel like I'm always trying to like do some cheap ass way to make extra money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I usually just most of my picks I make are like literally right when I wake up, like hmm, this looks good. Yeah, but it's never. <laughs> I don't really get excited over, and I just like I might make money. The worst was like, I know Connor did this too, but like we had like the, the stupidest parlays. parlays. <laughs> and like during football season, I'd I'd have like ten parlays, and then I would be watching football and I'd have like all the the tickets like laid out across the bed or like across the coffee table, and like I'd be like, oh my god, like one of, like one of these is gonna hit, like one of these can hit, like I got ten of them, one of them has to hit, yeah, and then like after like the first two games or something like they'd all be dead and it's like well what the fuck like (laughs) it's just but yeah i have an issue i I was gonna say something about sports betting uh oh 
Yeah, none of my priorities ever hit. <laughs> but, <laughs> and it's like, you have a higher success rate, obviously, just doing straight bets. And you'll probably be, I think I, if I'd never done any parlays, I'd probably be way over. Yeah. But then those parlays are just so enticing. Yeah. And I mean, if you're, I mean, it depends on the exact odds, but if you're just doing straight bets, you just need to be like two thirds, right? You know, like you need to get every two out of three or three out of five, you know, like event Mm -hmm. eventually, as long as you're making some profit, then you're doing good. Australian Open starts in, I think, two weeks. Tennis? Yeah. That's when the money plays are going to come out. Really? Are you doing your research? No, I just know. I just have a good feeling. Okay. Well, maybe I'll have to follow you on some of those plays. And, yeah, and since it's a Grand Slam, it's best of five. So, usually, the better player will obviously win. Mm. Because a smaller term is just best of three, and... It's easier to screw up. Right. Yeah. The, I mean, the more games you play. Because it's like some random person will upset like Roger Federer. And right. I remember, I think, two Just because they had the best two games of their yeah. life or something like mm-hmm. that. It's like, because one player, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of boring to describe, but the <laughs> worst player can't keep that top, like playing at their best sense of their life for five sets. Yeah, there's it's like, there's also like the endurance of it, mm-hmm. you know. That makes sense. Okay, well that's exciting. I have there's the um like the state I think it's the State Farm Open or whatever for golf that's happening um this weekend. And the golf bets are fun be just because like the odds are so high. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's like cuz there's so many people. There's like 80 people in the tournament. And only one of them is gonna win, so the odds are like, are the odds are good, if you guess the right winner, of course, or you can guess people to like get in top ten or top five. I think top thirty too, but um, yeah, yeah. I bet one time on golf. I forgot who who it was, but they were supposed to get like a top ten or something, and they missed it hmm. because of Drew. He was like, "Boys, it's a lock." So oh was yeah, like, was it like Webb Simpson or something? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> I think I put money on <laughs> yeah. that too. I was like, okay, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> felt so good about it. Drew's been doing me pretty well most of the time. Just that one golf bet. I thought it was a lock. I was excited to make like fifty bucks, and I lost however many. Do you want know to be good? If is if we kept like a, we should have like a Google Sheets. Where each person has a tab, and they just like put their bets in there, mm-hmm. and then we could keep track of like how much everyone's making, like see who's doing well, who sucks. <laughs> we can start it. That'd be f- I'll do that. That'd be fun. I just would you have to do like the algorithm, whatever it's called, the commands, or could we just input it? No, you just input it. Right. Yeah, we can. Yeah, do just that. do like what you bet on, and then how much you put in, how much you won, or how much you lost. I mean, you can only lose your initial investment, so. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of, st- I, the ones I lose are just so stupid, but I'm like, I just <laughs> justify it in my head as like, all right, this is going to hit. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> yo, this could totally happen. And then there were so many times where it's like, this was, that should have happened. Like something should have happened. 
and then it just didn't because of like crappy luck. Like Dawson Knox, first touchdown score. He gets a pass in the mm-hmm. touchdown wide open or in the end zone wide open, and he fucking drops mm-hmm. it. It's like, oh my, like, dude, <laughs> you cost like I would have won like three hundred bucks, like first stupid shit like score. that. It's like, come on, yeah. I don't have anything else I'm betting. <laughs> That's okay. We can move off betting. Do you have uh, anything new in your life? Uh, I do, yeah. I don't know how to have a segue off of what we just went off, but it was at work. It was actually two things at work. It was just, <laughs> it was such a stupid idea, but in my head, I thought it was funny, but it actually wasn't. It was just, waste of effort okay so what'd you do so <laughs> uh so we had a bunch of dishes to do yeah and we have someone that comes to it to work six or seven just to do dishes okay so some reason i thought it'd be funny if i did all the dishes <laughs> <What>? <laughs> i like it's gonna be so funny because he's gonna have, he won't know what to do with himself and then <clears throat> it wasn't i ended up just being like oh it sucks and I had to finish it because I started it. <laughs> yeah. But I cleaned the pans really well. Like, they're spotless. I actually, I cut in, I was using steel wool. Yeah. It's going ham. My shoulders are actually sore. Oh, well, you got to work out. Yeah. And if you can see, this is bad podcasting, but my fingernails are kind of dark. Yeah. That's from the steel wool, like the steel, like aluminum or steel, just digging under my nails and staining them. <laughs> but. Yeah, for some reason I was like, "That's the worst <laughs> prank ever." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "It's gonna be so funny." He's gonna have no clue what to do with himself. So what do you do? He, there ended up being some dishes to do, but okay, <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> funny at all. Yeah, why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it'd be funny to see what he would do since what he's normally like. Were you just really bored at work? It was. I got there at ten, so I was there midday. I was like, I guess I'll do all the dishes. Because usually before we would have someone work on dishes midday. Just so we wouldn't screw the closing shift. But then we hired Tommy. And he just did dishes. So that was my uh, cool, hilarious prank. Wow. You're really good at pranks. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bored I get at work. Like, that that idea was funny to me. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you must have been really bored. And another thing at work was, I was talking about glasses. Well, I'm not wearing my blue light glasses right now, but I was. Okay. And then I was talking to this one person. They're like, "Yeah, when I was younger, I wanted glasses so bad that I faked my eye test. Like they got the answers <laughs> wrong on purpose." And I was like, "You?" <laughs> I was like, "You won't believe what I did to get glasses." You know, and what I did when I was younger, my eyes were probably bad enough to need glasses, but I wanted to make sure I would get glasses. Yeah. So I stared at the sun. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I was at my uncle's house. My eye appointment was like later that week. I was sitting in the living room. I would cover up one eye and just stare at the sun and then switch sides. Oh my God. (laughs) Why don't you just stare at the sun with both eyes? I thought maybe focusing on one would make it like extra powerful. (laughs) Oh my god. But my right eye is way worse than my left, so maybe 
I did it wrong. <laughs> I spent too much time on my right eye. Bake on your eye. But my right eye is my dominant eye. So I was thinking, this is some bro science. But I was thinking maybe because I use it more, it stresses, it gets strained more, so it gets worn out more, and that's why it's like worse. I have no idea. My eyes are pretty good. Last time I had my eyes checked, they were twenty twenty. Must so, be nice. It is nice. <laughs> I yeah, I, I have terrible vision. I can't even. I can't even read the Japan sign without my glasses. Really? Yeah. Those are big letters, too. Like, I can see it says Japan. Just because I know what it is. Yeah, because like, you know. Probably would have no clue what I said if I didn't have my glasses. Haley's the same way. She has terrible vision. She's blind. <coughs> but I, I'm just lucky. I don't, like, all my family members, my mom, dad, and all my siblings, they all have glasses. So I don't know if it's coming for me and like I just have to like enjoy it while it lasts having good vision or if I just got lucky. What age did they get their glasses? Um, Both my parents have had glasses for as long as I can remember and my siblings have probably had glasses all since they were kids. So it's like you're good. So yeah, maybe I made it through childhood without them, so I should maybe I'm good. You just got the elite eye genetics. I did get the elite genetics. Robinson. Yeah, yeah. It probably actually came from my mom's side, though. <laughs> I feel like my dad's side of the family had like a lot of issues. My grandpa had like club feet. My grandma had like severe depression. Ooh. My dad has like this weird like skin condition where oil doesn't come from the, his hair follicles so his skin is always really dry is it eczema it's essentially eczema yeah but like all over his body so his skin is just super dry it's kind of like my grandpa but my <laughs> grandpa's like he's like missing like a layer of skin whoa like it's not i don't know how to describe it, but like the complexion like this the pigmentation uh-huh. layer of skin he's missing so it's like pink yeah but he used to be dark like he used to be Probably my skin tone. Right. But huh. ever since I know him, his was like that. Yeah. My sister was actually, my, one of my sisters was actually scared to hug him when he, he was, she was younger because <laughs> she thought I'd like rub on her and like make her skin like that. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah, I guess I just got lucky with jeans. This is so his skin just sheds a ton. What? This is skin just shed a lot. Yeah, it's That's gross. That's not my grandpa, yeah. Yeah, like a lot of dead skin. And like Oliver's car. Yeah, it's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. It's nasty. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, I think the one thing, though, is like my, like I'm, I guess I would say I'm tall. I'm taller than like the average person, but I'm like not taller than any of my brother's. Like I'm probably like the same height as one of them, and then the other two are taller than me. So like I, I'm kind of like, and it it came in an order of like, the oldest was the is the shortest, second, second oldest is taller than him, third oldest is taller than him, and then you think it would get to me and I'd be taller than all of them, but no. Because Jake, he's like six, three, I think. Jeez. 
We're six three and a half. So what are you man. six? I'm like foot, I'm six, six foot, and well, I actually got my. I went to the doctor and like on the the, the doctor's note it said that my height was six feet and point nine nine inches. So basically six. Foot so I'm one. like almost six one. Yeah, essentially six one. But imagine, oh, I would love to be like six four. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd like to be five ten. <laughs> <laughs> You're basically five ten. Mm. I'll give it to you, Jeff. I, that's a bit of a stretch. That's a three inch stretch. <laughs> yeah but you're like you're big now you're thick i'm the shortest de la fuente i think i already said that on the podcast you have yeah <laughs> i'm the shortest male de la fuente i don't know i don't want to roast my parents but i feel like they gave me kind of they gave me the short end of the stick genetic wise besides my good looks yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah where'd you get your good looks from uh I don't know. Probably, you well, didn't you, don't you say like you look like all your dad's side of family? All of us look, yeah. All the Delphine look like All the guys look, like look the other. same? Yeah. That's funny. Well, we all have the same build. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, like if someone has the same build, you'll automatically be like, oh, you guys look like alike. Right. But I don't even know what my face looks like, what side of the family my face looks like. Yeah. I only, I look a lot like my sister which is funny <laughs> <laughs> and then one of my brothers and then my other two brothers don't look alike at all and they don't look like any of the rest of us so it's it's interesting because at first like they don't like i don't think people would be able to like say like oh yeah you guys look like brothers mm-hmm. but i definitely like i know i look a lot like my sister <laughs> i've used like those the girl snapchat filter and I look like my sister. It's so funny. <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of people, not a lot of people, but within, it's not even a lot of people. It's like just my siblings. But like we always say like, if like seeing all of us together, like probably most people can't tell we're siblings based like off of our faces. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't think your siblings look a lot like you. No, like we all look different. Uh, yeah, I besides, agree. Even all of our skin complexions are different from each other. So, like my younger sibling, sister has darker skin, like me, but like everyone else is like lighter. Yeah. No, yeah, you don't like. I don't think your like your brother doesn't look anything like. No, he's when we yeah. He's like the well. He, it's funny because we say like all the guy Del Fuentes look the same. I feel like he doesn't. He looks look like, like my mom's side. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. He looks like my uncle on my mom's side. That's what they say. Nice. He's the cool uncle, I guess. <laughs> Everyone has a cool uncle. There's more I want to say about my family, but I forgot. <laughs> I don't know. I tell myself I'm smarter than all of them, but I'm probably not. <laughs> I know I'm not the smartest sh- one. My I- one brother's a professor. He's <laughs> crazy smart. My other one is at a is a lawyer. Other one is also electrical engineer. He's pretty smart. I'm probably not as smart as him. So probably like the dumbest one. And my sister's a doctor of physical therapy. So I'm probably the dumbest one. <laughs> well, it's probably because they like all had each other to like motivate each other like through their schooling, right? 
Nah, not like, that. I think they're just, that, like, naturally smarter uh, than me. we're trying to just, like, one-up each other. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, yeah, I didn't really have that. I essentially grew up an only child, I feel like. Because everyone was so much older than me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I'm probably the dumbest one. But I feel like my I feel like my dad is the dumbest one in the family, though. He just, like, does the stupidest shit. <laughs> and he does, he's just so dumb sometimes. He just knows... He's a man, so he doesn't have to worry about anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I have the best memory in the family, but I feel like I'm also like the laziest, like school-wise. Like, <laughs> I, like I know, like I'll just be able to memorize stuff and do decent. So, like, like I don't sweat my studies as much as I should. Yeah, I don't think I. I have a terrible memory when it comes to like remembering events and stuff like like literally what i did or what happened um but i know like at first school like i was pretty good at memorizing like notes and that kind of stuff until i took the test and then i just completely forgot it do you have test anxiety i don't have test anxiety no i mean like after the test oh so like i would take the test be done with that unit or section and then i would just completely dump it out of my brain (laughs) like like, I don't, like, it'd be difficult for me to go back to some of the classes that I've taken and try to do some of the problems and do some of the stuff that I've had to do before. Like, I would need to, like, restudy it and almost relearn it. I'd probably see it and be like, oh, yeah, that's how I did mm-hmm. it. But I couldn't do it just right off the bat. Yeah. I know for Spanish, I took a Spanish class and I thought I'd just be, like, right on top of it. Mm-hmm. but i haven't taken spanish since like high school so i thought it'd be like this is gonna be an easy class yeah. and i actually had to like study which kind of sucked i i hated taking a language like sometimes it was cool it was kind of fun learning about the culture and that kind of stuff but they always had like the stupidest like ways to teach you like, it was so many, like, really lame, like, videos. Oh, the videos suck. <laughs> the videos were so dumb. Like, <laughs> they were just, they're so, I feel like so dumb. People definitely could have taken more advantage of, like, a language, a language class in high school. Like, I feel like learning a language, like, or knowing two languages at least would be so cool. Like, being bilingual. Dude, my company is a Spanish-owned company. If I could, like, speak fluent uh like spanish like i would be probably super useful yeah and probably be able to get paid more like <laughs> like yeah that's definitely a regret <laughs> it's like why didn't i care more back then like it's like it's so it's so useful to well, <laughs> be able to do that well i think the thing was in high school is you didn't take the language class to be like all right i'm gonna learn a new language you're like all right, I just need to get a good grade in this class. Right, exactly. Because you had to. Mm-hmm. Like you were required our new to take, like, what, one or two years? In, uh, I think you were required to take at least two years. I think it was three, seventh, eight, nine. Was it? Yeah. Wow. And 10, right? No, because there was a year. Well, I took it in 10th grade. Did I not need to take it? <laughs> did we start? We did not start We started Spanish in 7th grade. grade. Yeah. No, no fucking way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before high school? Uh-huh. I remember. I had Mr. Cunter. Oh. Haley was in my class. Really? Yep. That's funny. Well, see, I don't remember anything. So I don't remember ever taking Spanish that young. 
but maybe I did. It was seventh, definitely seventh grade. That's. Yeah, had Mr. Country seventh grade and Mrs. Samantha in eighth grade. How the fuck did we take Spanish for f- four years? And I just, took Spanish <laughs> all the way up until so your senior senior year. year. You, you took it for six years, right? Five. That would be five years. Yeah, or, five. Yeah. Seven, how eight, the fuck nine, did nine, I not nine, get nine. good at it? Because <laughs> no, <laughs> no one was studying me. Like, all right, I'm gonna learn. Like, no one wanted to like learn another language. Well, and the thing is, they would teach you how to speak like properly, and like this is what like textbook Spanish is. But then, if you ever hear people talking in real life, it's, it's very, like, it's way different. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, and they talk so fast too. So it's like <laughs> you're never gonna be able to get everything you said, like they say. It's like, oh man. Yeah, like when I'm listening to a song that has Spanish in it. It'll take me like a whole minute to be like, oh, that's what it said. It'll be on a whole <laughs> different part of the song. And it like, yeah. took me so long to actually like, this is what the song's saying. Okay. Well, do you remember the like the final, the, the oral exams? Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Talk If you have like anxiety from public speaking, trying to do that in another fucking language is like, just brings it up to another level. Like that is terrible. I remember just like, getting so nervous and then was it the one-on-ones or the ones you'd say to the class like the one-on-ones yeah because then you're just like you're just like trying to pull these like vocab words out of your ass because you know like that you're getting tested on like a certain like section of like where you learn like all the items in a kitchen it's like you're mm-hmm. trying to remember how to fucking say spatula or something like that Not and then i don't know either but, <laughs> but like Oh man, that was the worst. I think in tenth grade, part of our oral was like just like a group one was like one on one with your partner, wasn't it? Yeah, one of them was just a conversation between you and, and someone you just else. Did a record, you just and had you had a recording record device. Yeah. yeah, Jake and I did it. We went in the hallway and yeah. we were just looking at our notes the whole time. <laughs> and then like I told people like that was a strand. People did it and they're like, "Yo, thanks for that tip." And I was like, I kind of felt like the man for like a day. <laughs> Nice. I got you, bro. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) High school? Oh, my God. High school was just, like, a whole scheme. Like, it was just a scheme of trying to figure out how good you could cheat. Or, like, how easy you could just make your life Mm -hmm. by getting away with things. That's how how college is, too, basically. Like, yeah, I was, I don't know. At least for me, because I'm lazy. College was, like, more of a grind for me. I was like, fuck, like. I need to memorize, like, because a lot of my shit, like, I didn't get cheat sheets for stuff like that. So it's like, all right, I need to memorize 30 equations, and I need to know how to use them all. And it's like, some people would, like, we have, we have, like, the graphing calculators. So we, some put of in us the would, notes. like, put equations in there. And so, yeah, I guess I did cheat a little bit in college, but, <laughs> but, like, we, I only started doing that, like, for like the really hard stuff but yeah dude so i was talking to Haley about this the other day could you believe that in high school we were waking up like i was waking up at like five yeah yeah i can like waking up at seven forty-five every morning right now is like hell like i don't want to do it ever but i have to keep doing it every day and i don't know how i was completely fine waking up at five thirty. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a morning person, so I never 
had problems. Like, I wake up during the semester, like, I'll wake up at four to study and do homework. Oh, my God. But That's was, wild. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What was nice in high school was our little breakfast club we had with each other every breakfast. morning. <laughs> yeah. Best part of the day. Like, 7 to 7.25. Did I ever go to breakfast with you guys? Uh well like... it was just in the cafeteria like we didn't actually go out to No, breakfast. I know, but like I feel like I won't I feel like I didn't do it usually. Like I was only there like Oh, cuz you were with Haley. I know. Yeah. What a sucker. I know. I... <laughs> As I look back and on my past, I was a simp. <laughs> and I and I didn't lose friends, but I became distant from my friends. But <laughs> I just remember because we were stupid. We were you probably remember us like flinging raisins and stuff on spoons. Yeah. <laughs> One time we were doing that. I had no idea where we were shooting because it was in the senior cafeteria and it was like dimly lit. But I guess every time I shot it, it was hitting the same table every time. <laughs> so the guy got up. He's like, yo, who's doing this? And he like threatened to beat us up. But obviously he wasn't going to. But it was like, it was just yeah. like, don't do it. All right. I might. And I was like, all right, bro. <laughs> don't mind me. I'm just flinging raisins. And like Andrew, like. And Andrew didn't really instigate it, but he was like, he like ran us out. He was like, yo, it was them. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like friends with them. So like, obviously nothing was yeah. actually going to happen. But he was like egging the person on, which is kind of <laughs> funny. Well, I remember, was it, I think it was Donovan and Chris. And you, I mean, you were probably involved in it too. But like, uh, someone was like trying to hide uh, milk cartons. Oh, and like, they just puff up underneath the table yeah. and just see how gross they could get. That was what's sad was that was senior year. Like we were <laughs> we were like seventeen and eighteen years old. We, were just, we still thought that was funny. I mean, I still think it's funny now. But, yeah. but just imagine, just like we're basically adults, and we were like, "Yo, what's gonna happen if we let's hide a milk carton somewhere in the cafeteria?" <laughs> Well, like, I, for a while, like, it was, like, one milk carton underneath that one booth we were at. Why was at. it the one that we, we were at? <laughs> I don't know, because, like, every day we would check on it mm-hmm. and see how gross it was. <laughs> that booth was awesome. The one we in had, the corner by the stairs? Yeah, right by the stairs. And there was, um, there was like, two or three booths? There was two. Yeah, just back to back with each other. back to back, yeah. And sometimes we would get both. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, our senior lunch was pretty good. A second, the second semester senior lunch was good because it was like all of us. Yeah. I think. I don't think I, I don't think Andrew was, but I, at least Jake was, and Donovan. <laughs> I just remember like it was a lot of Christian asking for relationship advice, relationship with advice from Haley. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. It was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) One time, uh, we convinced Christian that Haley and I broke up, and (laughs) and he got so sad, and he felt so bad. (laughs) He like he like he was like contemplating life. He was like, "Oh my god, this is the saddest thing." There's no hope. There's no hope for love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, if they couldn't stay together, how am I ever supposed to find a person? And then we told him it was a joke, and he was like, oh, my God, thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I want to go back to high school. That was kind of fun. But I say that because I only remember the fun parts. Like, yeah. there, probably, there were a lot of shitty parts of it, too. It's like we're talking about specific moments in a whole school year. Yeah, like exactly. Every other part of that school year is probably not as fun. Yeah. But <laughs> the good moments do stick out. It's not bad. Yeah. I feel like our sports betting kind of talk kind of sucked. Like, we were like... We can cut that out. I don't know. We got to fix that part of the... Where I messed up trying to explain. Why? It's funny. <laughs> oh, my... You're right. It out. doesn't matter. It's only Andrew listening. <laughs> and he already knows I'm an idiot, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Is it okay if I put my foot like this? I don't think it matters. I don't want to, like, ruin the couch. So I do at home, I shove myself under the cushions. <laughs> What's weird, when I was younger, to fall asleep, Yeah. well, not to fall asleep all the time, but I used to like people sitting on my feet when I would fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> so you would like tuck your feet underneath yeah. your mom's like butt rel- or something? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and like for some reason that like relaxed me. That's funny. <laughs> but now I have a weighted blanket, which is basically almost the same thing. You have a weighted blanket? Oh, that's pretty cool. Do you like it? Yeah. I got it for Christmas like two years ago. I've been thinking about getting one just because I hear people talking about them. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it might be a cool feeling. Yeah. I think one time I hurt my shoulder pulling it up, which made it feel kind of old. But I was like by my feet, so I pulled <laughs> it up like this because my shoulder was kind of internally rotated, kind of yeah. down my rotator cuff weird. And I was like, ah. And it hurt the next morning. That's funny. Dude, so some of the dogs that... So I've been... And I keep up trying to apply for these dogs. And, like, when you look at the website, they can say, like, nothing. Or they can say under review, which means they're no longer accepting applications. Or they can say pending adoption, which means you didn't get chosen. Like, this dog is being adopted. And almost all the dogs now, except for one, are pending adoption. And the one dog left that we wanted is under review. So now, our hope of getting a dog from one of like from that specific place is dwindling. But we'll still get a dog eventually. I just don't know how long it's going to take before we can actually succeed in applying for a dog. Yeah, dirty. Oh, you already had plans like where you're going to put the dog crate and stuff here, right? Well, I was thinking the dog bed. We could put a dog bed right by the window. So mm-hmm. we could, like, lay down and watch out the window at whatever, outside, you know. I don't know if we would get a dog crate. Like. Well, I think it's good. I think a lot of people recommend getting them crate trained, at least. So, like, they have a place to go when, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's, like, a safe space for them, I guess. No, and I've heard that, too, that it's, like. Uh, it's just good for the dog to have that place that is they know is theirs, mm-hmm. and that you're right, like it's a safe place. They know that, um, they can go there and be unbothered if they need if something's happening, you know, um, or if like they're scared or like it's it's like a safe place. So I don't know, like Haley had a dog growing up and they never kept her in a crate. None of my I think, like, my brother only kept his dog in a crate when they were, like, when he was, like, a really small pup puppy just so he didn't, like, pee or 
poop all yeah. over the place. But um, I don't know. It uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to do more research on it because I because to, to some extent I would feel bad Having creating it. the dog. You know, like well, I guess it have to be in there all day. Like, true, yeah. And the thing is, I work from home anyway, so I'd have a lot of time to spend with the dog. Like, because if the dog wants to be on the couch, I'll let it on the couch. Like, yeah, if the dog I don't know why to... people like. I guess I know why people make a big deal about that, but like, if they have like a nice couch or something, but like, yeah, I mean, to if me, you it's have not leather, a big deal. Like, I guess they can scratch the leather mm-hmm. in that, but that actually happened to one of our couches growing up. They yeah. like ate the leather and would dig at it, <laughs> so we put a cover on it. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, but like, come on, you have the dog for their entire life. Like, if let the dog do what it wants mm-hmm. to some extent, you know. If the dog wants to be with you on the couch, let the dog be with you on the couch. Uh. Yeah, my dog Maverick, rest in peace. Never but, forget. Yeah. So w- when he was a- around, <laughs> he. <laughs> Like, even when we would, like, we would give him the option to roam around at night and sleep outside his crate, but he'd always end up back in the crate, like, when it was bedtime, oh, or whenever right. he got tired. Hmm. And even, so you just, like, left the crate open, and he could, like, go in and yeah, out. And then when we, yeah, when we moved to our new house, we didn't have crates, we just had, like, a pen, Yeah, and he'd always go back there to sleep. Interesting. Because, like, I'd try to have him sleep in my room, and he'd always leave me. Because he was he was more comfortable in a crate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ideally, I would want the dog to sleep in bed with me. I don't know why. That's just like I just want a little it's, dog to snuggle <laughs> up with. <laughs> it's nice until they're in the way. Because Ariel, um, like two years ago, she, well, she's still around, but she's yeah. not as nimble to jump on my bed anymore. Yeah. But she'd sleep in my bed with me. But like, she sleep like. I'd fall asleep in a certain position. Like, Sam's was laying down straight. My legs were kind of, like, just spread out. Yeah. she sleep right in the middle here. Then so I wouldn't be able to move the rest of the night. Never, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's nice until you wake up and you want to go back to sleep and you realize you can't get in a comfortable position. <laughs> yeah, I could understand how that'd be an issue. And then, for some reason, she's kind of, like, her sleep schedule is kind of messed up. So, she's pretty active at night. Yeah. So sometimes she'd be just running or like sniffing stuff or all around my room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that'd be annoying if you're trying to fall asleep. But <laughs> that's pretty much the only downside. Unless they're not potty trained, then they might go bathroom in your room, but Yeah, it's so funny. My whenever my brother visits, uh when I was living with my like living at my house with my parents and like my brother would visit um their dog his name is Dewey Dewey would always run up like we would he'd always do it when we weren't noticing him so like he's super he's like a super like cute fun like snuggly puppy and like he'll love he loves to play fetch and whatnot and so like he and he requires a lot of attention so like we'd be give like We'd be hanging out with him, notice him, and then all of a sudden, like, you realize that he's been gone for, like, five minutes, and then he comes back, and it's like, oh, shit, like, he definitely, like, pooped somewhere, <laughs> and for some reason, every single time, he would poop, he would go upstairs into my room and poop 
like on my carpet that I have it, <laughs> or on my rug that I have in my room. <laughs> yeah, Ariel, when she was younger, she when she needed to go bathroom and like didn't want to go outside, say like the weather was bad, or yeah. like we didn't see her go to the door asking to go to the bathroom. She'd run up to my sister's room and pee on her bed. Oh every no! Time. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And literally just right in the middle of the bed. Oh, that sucks. And then every that probably <laughs> you had to like change the sheets yeah. every time. Like, oh god. Yeah, at least like on the carpet, it was just like you could pick it up and then like spray it with whatever and wipe it. But <laughs> yeah, Dewey, he's cute, but he's not well house house potty trained. Unfortunately, he just likes your room. Yeah, I, it, it's so funny. <laughs> Oh my god. It's so one so like we like we learned that like okay we got to close the doors like mm-hmm. when they come over and it's like I went upstairs and closed my door and I guess I didn't close my parents bedroom door and so uh they left that they left to go home and like we were like did he poop anywhere like we didn't see anything because like it's it was like common like every time they would come over he'd poop in my room and then i was like i had my door closed like you didn't poop in my room whatever so it's like we thought we were in the clear and then all of a sudden like you just hear like my dad yelling from the bedroom <laughs> because do we got into their bedroom and pooped on the hardwood floor and my dad stepped on it and like uh-huh. smeared it all over the place <laughs> and he wore shoes i think it was he wore shoes in the house too so, like, he didn't notice didn't it at it. first when he stepped on it. Because if you don't wear your shoes, you would immediately feel the squish. Mm. But he just, like, stepped on it and then, like, kind of, like, he probably almost fell over, too, because it just, like, <laughs> smeared. <laughs> and he was just, like, yelling. He was like, oh, what the fuck? No one closed the door. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because it was my responsibility to close your bedroom door. <laughs> yeah, when we first got Ariel and Inky, they were... It was literally probably like within like it was like the first year we had them. Yeah, it was me and my cousin and my brother were playing video games on the couch, and then Inky pooped like on the couch because we were kind of like snuggling with him, and then yeah. we were busy playing video games, so we were just kind of laying there. <laughs> so we pooped on the couch. None of us noticed it, and like the first and like we no- finally noticed it because my brother like we just covered him. Oh my god! <laughs> like it was all over him. That's and, so gross. And my brother was all, my brother's probably like only like four. Yeah. So he was like, he probably didn't even notice it because yeah, like, yeah. kids are kind of stupid. So like, <laughs> like we're dude, you got crap on. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> you just covered it. <laughs> Did, were you the one that sent me the TikTok of the kid, the little kid sliding through, sliding through boob? Yeah. <laughs> Haley sent me that too, and like so I saw it twice, but it's so funny. It, it's this kid is going sledding and you see off in the distance there's a dog like taking a shit and then the person lets the the kid go on the sled and they're like oh like a young kid so they can't like steer the sled or stop it or whatever so they're just in for the ride and the sled goes perfectly into the path of the poop (laughs) and but at the same time the kid like falls off the sled and then, like, gets the poop all smeared over their jacket. <laughs> like, and they got this on on camera. Like, how perfect. perfect could it have been? <laughs> that was funny because, like, the kid didn't even know anything was wrong. It was just, like, 
Yeah, that was fun. And the parents are probably like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we can wrap it up there. Oh, all right. Well, thanks to anyone that made it through the podcast. Um, we are planning on upgrading for season two. So we got the cameras. Out. We just need a tripod because we gave it kind of a shot today and it was very unflattering angles so yeah john was gonna have the, <laughs> the gopro staring at my crotch it's literally crotch, crotch level <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we need a little more equipment before we can get that up then we can put this on youtube to have only what if we YouTube. just like blow up on youtube that'd be nice i think we need better content for that at least i need better content i feel like the stuff i talk about is trash mm. I don't know. I like it. Oh, thanks, John. I learned a little about stocks today. I feel like I should know more, but I'm just... No, I mean, it takes a while. It took me forever to to learn that kind of stuff. There's just so much. And it's so fucking confusing, too. I think it's just one of the things like, alright, that's it's gonna take too much time to learn, so I just never have looked into yeah. it. Yeah. I wish they taught that kind of stuff in high school better. Because I think they taught some of it, but not well. But that's all, folks. That is all. Peace. Bye-bye. I'm begging, I'm begging, I'm begging, I'm begging you please stay Cause that city, that city, that city, that city won't treat you my way And I'm hoping your Uber breaks down on the way as it speeds to our place Cause when you head downtown and they turn you around, it'll just be your place So we keep holding on you had me all along There's no love in the city Just lights looking pretty So don't run in the city There's no love in the city There's no love in the city